morning everyone. We're continuing our series this morning on navigating uncertain times. And I'd like to share with you four things that have had a real impact on me and also helped me during this lockdown period. The first thing is to do with the realigning of a compass stepping stone. You know the ones you can buy from the garden centre with a compass face on it. And a few years ago, I bought a compass stepping stone from a garden centre and positioned it in the back of my garden. I then used a compass on an old smartphone to set the orientation of it. So a couple of months ago, I was able to upgrade my smartphone. And there in the utilities folder on the phone was a compass. So I used it to check the orientation of the compass stepping stone in my garden. I soon realised that the stone didn't seem to be aligned or orientated correctly to true north. I verified this by using a second compass in order to check the accuracy of the new one. The compass on the old phone was inaccurate and really unacceptable if I ever used it as a navigation instrument. So what's my point? Well, in order to navigate these uncertain times, it's important that we align or if necessary, realign our thoughts with truth. That might mean that we have to adjust what we think about ourselves, or even what we think other people think about us, or even our perception of the world we live in. We need to adjust this really to what God thinks about these things. You see, if we were to align our thoughts with that which can be visibly seen only, then we could find ourselves disorientated or off track. It's really important for us in these days that we use all of our senses to navigate these uncertain times. Let me give you an example of what I mean. Well, in 1 Kings chapter 17, scripture say, states that King Ahab did evil in the sight of the Lord more than all who were before him. So Elijah the prophet spoke to King Ahab and said to him that there shall be no dew or rain these years except at his word. In chapter 18, during the third year of the drought, God spoke to Elijah to go to Ahab and tell him that he was going to send rain. And so Elijah listened in the spirit. He heard the sound of heavy rain before he saw the visible evidence of a cloud as small as a man's hand rising from the sea, which was ultimately going to bring the promised rain. He heard before he saw. Romans 10 states that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And in 2 Corinthians 10 and verse 5, it says that we are to cast down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. You know, the things that we imagine to be true, things that have lifted themselves up against the knowledge of God. These are the things that we must cast down 
and we must bring every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ because the mind as we know is the battlefield and it's won or lost really there Colossians 2 and ver the, Colossians, excuse me Colossians 3 and verse 2 exhorts us to set our mind on things above this higher perspective what Mark talked about a couple of weeks ago so the second thing that really has impacted on me during this lockdown period relates to three fence panels so a good while back now I bought three decorative fence panels you know it's the type where the horizontal pieces of wood that make up the panels are not all in line with each other but some are set back one from another so two of these were used to cordon off uh, an area in the back garden. The other I cut down and made into a gate which fitted between the two fence panels. So during this period I decided to paint these panels with a cream and a green colour. And you know the first challenge for me was to find a shop which had some paint in. But when I'd finished painting I noticed that the gate had been fitted the wrong way round as it didn't align with the other panels. The gate had to be turned around in order to come in line with the other two fence panels. One passage of scripture that has really got my attention during this lockdown period is 2 Chronicles chapter 7 and verse 14. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and will heal their land. You know, it's a scripture that uh, David shared with us a few weeks ago. It's also a scripture that, and that Bill Johnson, senior leader of Bethel Church in Redding, California, used as his main text for the word he gave on the 5th of July. You know, I believe that uh, God will always reveal his purposes to and through his church first. You see, this scripture is conditional. If my people will humble themselves, pray, seek my face and turn. Then I will hear, forgive and heal. The promise is that the healing of our land will come on the actions of the people of God. The Ecclesia his church, you and me. So how does this relate to the turning of the gate I shared with you earlier? The turning of the gate is really a picture of repentance. The root word for repentance really means to turn around or to change your mind about something. The gate had to be turned around in order to come in line with what it was originally intended to do. There was no small 
adjustment needed like the stepping stone compass. A radical change had to happen. And you know, this pandemic has been likened to a storm. And there have been a number of boat and ship analogies used during this time. This brings me to the third thing that has really had an impact on me. In the book of Acts and chapter 27, Paul is caught in a storm at sea, which eventually led to a shipwreck, but no loss of life. However, in order to try and stabilise the ship, they had to lighten the load by throwing unnecessary things into the sea. And the Holy Spirit began to show me that I too was carrying unnecessary things that was causing instability in my life. You know, those things from the past, things that I picked up from the news on the reporting of this pandemic, things that had a wrong influence on my life, things that had become bigger priorities than they should really have been. And I knew I had to ask God's help really to cast off these things. I guess the question is for us this morning, what things do we need to put off in order to be able to stabilise our ship in the midst of this pandemic storm? And the fourth and final thing that's impacted on me is from Mark chapter, chapter 4, where Jesus is asleep in the boat in the middle of a storm. You know, there's one thing though, I'm so pleased that I'm in the same boat as Jesus during this time. You know, Jesus, when he awoke, he rebuked the wind and spoke to the sea. Peace, be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. You know, we too have been given the authority to speak into the storm. You see, the storm is not the norm. We shouldn't accept it to be either. You know, we are choose, we are sorry, we are called to choose faith over fear. Jesus said to his disciples, why are you so fearful? How is it you have no faith? And I just want to exhort you this morning to choose faith over fear. So in concluding, if you feel that you've lost your way a little, or even feel like you're going in the wrong direction. There is one who is calling you back into the right path. Or if you feel a little unstable or weighed down, 
there is one who will help you lighten your load. You see, Jesus, he's not only the way, but he's also the way maker. Way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. My God, that is who you are. That is who you are.